the KCLR All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Final Preview Show. A very good evening and welcome to Kaloshta Eamon Reid here in Callan, home of Kilkenny Camogie Underage Development Squads. We're here this evening broadcasting live for a special All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie final preview show over the next hour. I'm Martin Quilty, joined as always by my co-commentator Anya Fahey, of course the woman who last captained Kilkenny to their Intermediate All-Ireland victory in 2016. We'll be reflecting on that, joined by guests over the next hour and hear from some of those who will be taking to the field to play on Sunday on the big day. We're also gearing up for a big night of driving bingo here in the CBS in Callan. But before we get to our fundraiser, Anya, the biggest of occasions this Sunday for Kilkenny's Intermediates, what's going through their heads at this moment in time? I suppose for the girls this evening now they're kind of wrapping up and doing their last training session. Um, you know, I'm sure they're probably getting some new hoodies or tracksuit bottoms, so there'll be fierce hyper inside there. But um, once they have got all the goods out of the way, um, John will probably bring them in. They'll have a, a nice little meeting inside and kind of refocus and get back into their uh, the mindset that they have an All-Ireland final. You know, it's a huge honour for them all. Um, a very exciting week that they're after putting in, last two weeks that they're after putting in. So there will be a bit of nerves. I'm sure like they have been nervous throughout the week. Um, but, you know, I was just talking to Lydia there earlier on and we're saying, like, there's a really good balance between youth and experienced girls there. So, you know, I'm sure they're really just looking looking forward to this and it's a great occasion for them and, you know, something we all can't wait for. Yeah, and I suppose they are going into their small little bubble this week as well. All the hype is now over. All their media stuff has been completed last weekend. It's just focused the week ahead going forward now and with only a couple of days to go, they're getting ready and preparing, I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they'll be kind of, you know, all the media stuff, that's kind of all out of the way since last week. And, you know, they'll be thankful for that so that it can actually just focus on, you know, the main things like getting their tactics right and, you know, making sure Miney, I'm sure, be putting them through the work to make sure any last kind of niggles or injuries are sorted out and looked after before Sunday. They'll be putting the finer um, touches into place, you know, regarding where they're going to meet, you know, are they going to stop on the way up um, to get a bite to eat, where are they going to have a few pucks and all that. You know, it'll be the small things that they'll be doing this week, but it's a fierce, exciting week. Um, you know, I kind of am a bit jealous of them, to be fair, because I'd love to be in that situation and togging out and going out to play in an All-Ireland final. Well, you certainly have the passion, as we know, from being above in Crow Park and in the press box with you. But joining us here first off this evening in Kalosh to Eamon Reach is a panel member from the 2016 winning team that played alongside Anya, especially in the second half. That is, of course, Lydia Phelan from the Carrick Shot Club, and she's going to be speaking to Anya right now. So, Lydia, we were just kind of saying earlier on... This pitch brings back a lot of memories for us. Like, talk about the feelings of being back here, you know, five years later. It all started here. When you look around here and this is the pitch, it all started out for us. And the hard training in the winter where we started here running around in the muck in this field. And that's, I'm sure, where they all starts out with the start of the year and putting the hard work in then and getting the fitness in. And look where it brings you when we got to our All-Ireland and so did the girls now this year. You know, we were kind of saying that this this pitch kind of, it makes me so anxious. I get a little anxiety every time I come here and think about it. And, you know, one of my most hated memories of it was Adrian O'Sullivan and his runs. And we had to go from end line nearly out as far as the 65-yard line in a certain length of time. And it was in and out and in and out. And I was like, if I ever get through this, I'll be so thankful. Like, you know, it was just crazy 
Oh yeah, he really got us going, so he did. He would have us running up and down. But the only thing about being here today, it's lovely, solid ground. We were here in the muck as well, but at least now with solid ground, you enjoy that and you'd be feeling great, going buzzing then into the games. And you have to put that work in and we did and like, that's what you need to do. And it's great fun when you're doing it. At the moment, it's probably not the best fun, but afterwards, you're loving it. After every training session, you enjoy it so much. And like you were saying, I'm so jealous. I wish I was back there doing those runs now, so I do. <laughs> wish well, I could do those runs. <laughs> well, I don't want to do the runs, but I wouldn't mind playing. Um, let's kind of just rewind back then to the week of the All-Ireland. You know, myself and Angela kind of spoke about it the other night. What was your kind of take on it and how were you feeling? What kind of, what's the, like, the biggest memory you have from it? I think my biggest memory of the week of the All-Ireland was the meet and greet with all the young supporters. We went into the Dunmore Park, I think it was, yeah. and um, all the young supporters got to come in and meet us. They all had their hurls and their jerseys and were signing away. And then we stayed there for so long, I'd say an hour and a half, and then they didn't want to leave. We were pucking with them. And it was just all the young supporters being there, looking up to you and also excited for the game. We were just buzzing that week. It was so enjoyable. And you have to really enjoy that week beforehand, soak it all up, because it is the memories you'll never forget. Yeah, I suppose that kind of like, kind of relaxed everyone and kind of put like into perspective, like how much it meant to like, not just us as a group of players, but the wider Camogie community and probably something that the girls missed out on this year, not being able to have a meet and greet mm -hmm. with like all the youngsters and that, you know, it must be kind of hard for them in the way that things are so different now yeah I know it is very different but one thing I also remember is just seeing the colours and seeing everything around it's great to see that there is so many people out there supporting them and like they can't forget that I know they're not seeing it but there's so many people out there supporting for them and cheering for them this Sunday we'll say when we hit then we're on the road and we're heading to Crow Park what's going through the girls heads right now they're on that bus and what are they doing I know everybody just takes that moment so differently I know myself nerves I just chat 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 and don't stop chatting but other people sit have the music on everyone just takes it in so differently but the buzz of going up in that bus going in getting your guard escort in all looking out so excited and then going the underground through the stadium getting out even the cameras are there watching you getting out getting your gear you're so nervous and then luckily getting into uh, the dress room and I think it was great for us that we went up to see the dress room yeah. the week before or two weeks before so we knew yeah. what to expect and had a nice um, layout of where we're sitting and everything yeah it was something I suppose um, Mick Walsh Jerry Walsh they were so organized mm. within that regard and I suppose it probably was easier back then to do something like yeah. it you know as Lydia said we took a little trip up the week before I think was there a football match or something on that evening so we had kind of gone in that morning so we were able to walk around yeah walk um, around. i think was it yourself and sabrina welsh and Ashley jennifer Norris were taking pictures in front of the tg car stand <laughs> we were pretending we were had the presenters there so we were <laughs> you know it was just there's yeah. a memory like that you're going to love so the girls have gone on the bus they've gone through the tunnel you know as you said the cameras are around we're talking out we're doing our warm-up in that little area we're running out into the field what are we thinking? How does that feel? It's just a feeling you're absolutely ecstatic. You're buzzing so you are. You just can't wait to get out in the field. Because you're down under and you can hear the noise above and you just can't wait to get out there. In fairness, it was lovely being together in that little area, getting our minds together. And then I'll never forget those small steps coming up. 
mm. and the noise when you came out. And even though, like, I don't know what number were there, but just the noise of everything in Crow Park, it's amazing. Yeah. And you're, uh, you're talking about that, though, because Anya have said it before, that her only regret up to that day is not taking everything in, including actually running up those steps mm. and going out onto the field. So did you actually soak it all in, Lydia, when you were going there? And were you aware, even at that stage of the crowd that was around you? I will never forget those steps. Anya, I don't know how you forget those steps. Those steps were so tight, you could barely fit your boots into them. I thought we were going to like all fall out onto the pitch. They weren't, they're not like normal steps coming out, so they're not. And I remember like the noise in the stadium when you're coming out and you're there and you're like, why can't we hear each other? We're only looking at each other's mouths. We're only lip reading. It's not like playing in any pitch we'd ever played in before. You forget the buzz of being in Crow Park and actually not able to hear people who are only a few meters away from you. You're just lip reading, but you can see the smiles and the faces and just giving each other the thumbs up and keeping everyone going. Bring us then to the final whistle. You know it. Angela Keneally has had the ball. She's after getting fouled, as Anya has said before. That could have went either way. Kilkenny get the free, it's cleared down the field, referee blows the final whistle and Kilkenny has won the All-Ireland final. What does it feel like? I don't know, that one's really hard to put into words. I see a big smile across our faces like, oh, it was amazing. It definitely was the best feeling I think I've ever had. You were just running, you didn't know where you were running, you were throwing off your helmet, you hurled, you just... It was so tight at the end. We were so, it was like, it was only like a point in mm, it at that stage, yeah. right up to the last second. And it was the most amazing feeling ever, without a doubt. And then, you know, going to the dressing room, we tag off. The seniors are out next. We yeah. go support them. We obviously know history. They had a great win. Talk to us about like the whole idea because I suppose we've seen the hurlers do it for so many years, like they're going back to the City West Hotel and everyone's like, Oh, I wonder what that's like, you know, for two panels to be going back there, you know, what kind of a feeling, like what was that like? Yeah, like thank God that year just with seniors came on after us and did such an incredible job. We got back on the bus, come back to City West. I remember it was crowded once again. They had made like a little pathway for us to go through all our family because it was so quick getting off the pitch for us. We didn't get to see much of our family that we got to see them there at City West. They were cheering us on. I remember I was just walking through up the stairs, not knowing where we were going. We didn't know what routes we were going to, but we were just ecstatic. We were just so happy. So we were, it was amazing. Great hype. And I suppose then the next day, it's probably something that'll stay in my memory is going to the hospital. Was it Crumlin yeah. or Temple Street you went to? Crumlin, yeah. Crumlin, just describe yeah. that feeling. Oh, that was a lovely feeling the next day. Just being able to go in there, be there with the kids and all of us there. We were all just such a tight unit together going in and we shared such special moments like it's hard not to have a few tears when you're there and just seeing how happy we made those kids being in there. It was definitely one of those really special moments. About and I think it was made that small bit more special that the first person we actually met when we went in the door yeah. was actually Henry and young mm. Henry Jr. Because yeah. he was up there at that stage as well. So it, it kind of brought everything back to perspective that one of our own was actually going through what was happening mm. at the stage. But then the fact that there was someone from Kilkenny there to share in the joy mm. as well. It was like you, it was an experience that I'd never forget it. And it was absolutely brilliant, I think, just to see the kids out in that little play area. Yeah. And then someone broke the 
sculpture, of course. We tried to pawn that off saying the kids actually broke the cup, but to be fair, they actually did <laughs> I think Mick Wall actually confiscated it off us yeah, that night. He did, he had to um, take that cup. We're going time. to maintain it was broke before we got it. Yeah, and definitely. then the kids Stick made it that. worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the road we're going down. But yeah, that was that was very special. And as you said, it was it was very teary like in the yeah. fact that you'd have to be made of stone if it didn't bring a tear to your eye. And just to look at them just so vulnerable, lying in beds there and knowing that you know, it's something that we have, I suppose, loved our whole life and something that we had dreamed of our whole life gave them so much joy just to see. Like, they probably didn't know who half of us were, mm. but they were just so happy just to have visitors coming in there to just have, like, that pleasure of just being that there. moment of just... And then we all got on the bus, obviously, went back, the homecoming in Kilkenny. That wow. homecoming was exactly Wow. The support on the streets was just incredible. The whole way from the train station all the way down to the courtyard, it was incredible. And then we all went into the courts and it was just organised so well for us all to come out, the seniors and the juniors. There was so much space for us and there was such a great area for the crowd to be there cheering us on. And no it, one cared about the rain because it absolutely spilled down on us when we were going down that bus. <laughs> it poured down on top of us all because I know I was drowned at even calling out the teams at that stage in the courthouse. But just looking out at the sea of people that was down in front of the courthouse that day was unbelievable to watch. Yeah, it was incredible, the support we had that day. Just because, like, you know, even some people who could not make it up to Dublin and they were all there. It was so lovely to be there and looking out. And we had it was a good long time up there looking out at everyone and everyone was in such high spirits and fantastic evening so it was well hopefully with the help of god that uh, on god. monday next well maybe we won't have the the civic reception on monday but certainly we hope that we will have the jack mcgrath coming back to the marvel city again lydia thank you very much for thank joining you. us here in Callan this evening and reminiscing about your all ireland win in 2016 next up we're going to have a clip that our own scoreline.ie reporter robbie dowling caught up with leanne fenley from mullinavat during the week and this is what leanne had to say okay i'm here with intermediate media camogie player Leanne Fenley ahead of Sunday week's All-Ireland final against Antrim. Uh, Leanne, how much are you looking forward to the game on Sunday week? Yeah, I can't wait now. It's um, strange that the years after going so quick, I can't believe we're, we're kind of at the final stages of it now. So yeah, training's going, went well during the week kind of after the semi-final. So yeah, everyone's really looking forward to it. And how pleased were you with the performance against me last weekend? A really solid display when you consider obviously disappointing defeat in the league quarter-final to the same opposition. It was really good to see you get through that game, 13 points to nine, good victory in Nolan Park. Yeah, exactly. I think after the league final, just one thing we were we had in our heads going into the game was like the game isn't over until the, the whistle is blown because unfortunately we learned that the hard way in the in the league. So yeah, no, everyone just just went out and worked hard and, and did as much as we could and we were very, I suppose, calm and composed even though they, me, were always going to have their purple patch but no, I think everyone everyone was quite happy after it. Yeah, and your manager John Scott spoke after the game about how that league quarter-final defeat kind of was the catalyst to bring the team together and really set your sights on an All-Ireland final this year and obviously try and win it now that you're there. Um, was that something that the squad kind of spoke about or was it just something that came very natural to you all uh, within the panel? 
I think as every game went on, like the, the panel and the team kind of spirits started to grow and grow. So I think it, it probably happened organically and naturally as we went on in the year. So Antrim, we were just going to take each game um, at a time, and we had a tough group um, with Antrim, Kildare, and Cork, and it all came down to the last, the last group game. So and we, we were approaching the semi-final, um, no difference. So I think that's yeah, that approach kind of got us over the line, and now hopefully, yeah, we'll go on and do the same in the final. Yeah, you mentioned the group game there against Antrim. Um, obviously, disappointing defeat up there when you went there. Um, is that something that you're looking to learn on in the last, the last defeat to them in terms of learning from where you made the mistakes and trying to build on that and obviously go and turn it around in Crow Park on Sunday week? Yeah, I think so. I think um, we were very disappointed after after that game. Um, it was a long trip up to Antrim, and and you know we had a lot of time to reflect on, on that journey back down. So it was something that I think we bottled and and going into I suppose the other games and um, especially the last game against Cork that we just we we learned a lot from it and we learned a lot about ourselves and and the team has really kind of built on that too. So um, yeah, we definitely definitely will use that, but we we've learned a lot and, and grown since then as well. So hopefully that will stand to us in in, um, in Crow Park. Yeah, and I suppose just another thing used as a catalyst was not being involved in the championship last year. Was that something that you spoke about again, a bit like the Meat League quarter-final defeat, something that you can use as, as almost a motivational factor to go and really win All-Ireland this year for the first time since 2016? Yeah, I suppose it, it probably isn't something that, that we've talked about a lot, to be honest with you. Um, it's very disappointing for, for all the girls involved, but I think it probably was a, an extra maybe driving factor for the girls who missed out last year and and it's something, yeah, that I suppose we, we can prove that, you know, be, being there this year, hopefully we get that get us over the line anyway. Well, best of luck with the final, Annie, Leanne, and uh, hopefully you bring it home. Thanks a million. Well, that was Leanne Fenley there talking to our own Robbie Dowlin. We have Deirdre Scott and Amy Granville coming up, chatting to us here shortly, right after this short ad break. The KCLR All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Final Preview Show. And you're all very welcome back here to Collage de Eamon Reach for this special intermediate camogie final preview show. The cars are gathering here for the drive-in bingo, which is starting at 8pm uh, sharp, and there's lots of money uh, on offer. So if you're around and you've nothing else to do, come on down to Collage de Eamon Reach, and you never know, you might win a few quid this evening. I am joined here now by Deirdre Scott, wife of manager uh, John Scott, mam of Hannah, who has... Uh, been cleared I think to start uh, that would be right Deirdre and of yeah. course Jennifer then in the background as well so a busy week in your household at the moment I'd say. Yeah very busy but uh, we're keeping calm looking forward to it Um just want them all to turn up well on Sunday and do their very best. So what's the mood like being in the house all week especially since all the media stuff is over they're probably in their yeah, own little bubble. Yeah that was good bubble. to get that out of the way last week to be honest so things settled a little bit Hannah was back in college all week so that was good because she was slightly removed for it. So, no, we've been doing everything as normal. So we've been keeping the show on the road. So talk to yeah. us about the preparation. A manager and a daughter who plays on as Jennifer is in the back room. They What's are. your role now going to be for this important <laughs> week leading up onto Sunday <laughs> to keep the manager and our uh, full forward in very happy condition? I suppose just keep everything as normal as possible in the house. The regular meals, everything as normal as possible so that they're not fussed about anything. I'm not asking anybody to do any washing up or anything. <laughs> <laughs> or wash jerseys, I'll continue with that role. But uh, no, they've been really good and it's good to be busy anyway because 
best time to get stressed, I think. Well, we know Keen Lynch's mammy looks after all the gear and the whole lot for him uh, when it comes to training and matches and the whole lot. Does Deirdre Scott uh, do the same for oh Hannah? God, yeah, absolutely. That's your mammy's role. That's part and parcel of it. So you only have it for so long, it'll eventually end. So look, it, it's great while we have it. That's very true. John took up the manager's role, I suppose, the last year it was, and unfortunately there was no intermediate uh, championship for himself. That's right, yeah. I'd say he was bitterly disappointed with that. Oh, of course they were, absolutely. Sure, they're dying to get going. They love Camogie, you know. I suppose, like everybody, they were disappointed that uh, things were put on hold. But look, it was for a very good reason, and here we are, you know, 18 months later, and we're all getting going again, so we'll just be glad it's behind us. I suppose everything is great when Kilkenny win and the whole lot. The day again meet that he went off to the quarterfinal and yeah. came back after that heartbreaking last minute goal. I know, I'd say that was I tough. Know. That was tough but, but John is pretty calm anyway and he'd take it in his stride and of course like everybody you'd be disappointed at the time but you pick yourself up and you move on again and you can't let one loss defeat you. You know. So he's looking forward to the weekend. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Roll on Sunday. And on Sunday now He's obviously going to be gone early yeah. with the two girls and the whole lot. That's right. So what will Mammy do for the couple of oh, hours before Mam- the match starts? Well, Mammy's going to Dublin, obviously, as well, so she is. So I have uh, a few of us travelling together, so we'll have support in numbers and looking forward to it. Yeah, be good to see them off and then I can breathe and get myself together. And if they win, great celebrations. Please God they'll win, absolutely. Yeah, they so deserve it. They're a great group, great uh, management team. Anya there was fantastic with them up to now, so she was as well, hugely involved. There's a great support there and from the, from the players and their families as well. So, look, let's hope it's, it's a good outcome on Sunday. Yeah, they've been playing particularly well in the Championship, I suppose. The first day against Antrim that they're playing as well on Sunday, it was a long yeah. journey up. Yeah. They were going so well and just came away with the defeat, unfortunately. Yeah, you could put it down to the journey and stuff like that. It is what it is on the day. I, the only thing is, I hope that on Sunday they turn up and they do themselves justice. They're great teams, so if they could just show it on Sunday it'd be fantastic and they'll be delighted with themselves and of course Hannah to get a couple of goals absolutely please God that'd be icing on the cake <laughs> yeah it wouldn't adjust I don't mind who gets the goals actually though <laughs> um, Amy Granville um, Michael Dunn or some might know him as my Dunn's wife better half we should say um, Amy how is the tension in your house this week yeah Anya, it's kind of different I suppose um, for, for Deirdre um I'm working from home at the moment, Anya, so, and Michael's clinic is in the house, so every time one of the girls come in, I think I start to, start to panic a bit myself, and I'm like, why is she in, you know, why is she, oh, she's just in for a rub, right, another one down, another one down, is she okay going in and out, so, yeah, look, it's great excitement, and look, I have two small girls who are camogie mad, and I just think, do you know, when, when they are looking up to those girls, it's just a lovely, lovely experience, and, you know, uh, you know, Deirdre was saying about being nervous, the girls are nervous, but they're so excited, and they're really, really, I think, do you know, they're really proud of them, you know, Michael spent 21 years in the army, went back to college. So this is something really different for us. Do you know, like when we're waving him off on, on, on Sunday, it'd usually be waving him off to the Lebanon or overseas on you. So yeah, look, it's great excitement. It's, it's a lovely thing to be involved in, I think. Just go back there with the two girls, obviously, like to see Daddy involved with a Kilkenny Camogie team and heading to Crow Park. Are they going around telling all their friends in school? Like, yeah, they are. They are. Look, they are. They are. And they're really, really excited about it. And look, Molly came home the other, I think it was Monday or Tuesday and said, I told my teacher and we're making flags on Friday. And, uh, you know, so it is something that they're, you know, that they're delighted and they're really proud of him. Um, and, you know, look, at, after the, um, the Mead game inside in, in Nolan Park, like one of the girls came over and asked Molly, um, well, Mal, did I play well? So look, the girls are such a lovely bunch. And I think they've endeared themselves to us 
you know, Deirdre and I were there in the crowd, the other, you know, and we were saying, it's not for us, you know, that we want to see them win, it's for the work that they put in themselves, you know, and like they trust Michael, they trust John and they, you know, they're just a really, really good bunch and you'd be, you know, the girls can see that too and they're, they're kind as well, you know. And that kind of ties into the fact that they're such a close-knit group of girls all the family links throughout the wall, it kind of makes them a, a real like tight family, mm-hmm. all 32 of them, and including like their mums, their dads, their brothers and sisters. It must be something really nice for the two girls to be able to see that as well. Oh, absolutely. Look, and I always say to, you know, we, when, we, when we couldn't go to the matches, we were, you know, on YouTube, we were on the, you know, the small screens on the phone, phone at home and we were, you know, Mia was putting it up on the big, on the television at home. We were screaming, you know, and like, it's just you do kind of feel part of a really special bunch of people and like you know there was girls being dropped off who were probably too young to drive at the house during the week and there was a thanks very much Michael from parents and I just think it's you know after everything that we've been through over the last 18 months and I just think it's such such a lovely thing to you know to be involved in and 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 to be witnessing really from me I, I don't do anything you know I like it other than you know mop the floors at home and people are coming in and out the door <laughs> like Deirdre always at the sink <laughs> Um, let's talk about the man of the hour, Hermione himself. Probably one of the quietest men I've ever seen on the sideline. <laughs> How do you handle a man that animated on the sideline? Um, I, I usually stay well enough away from Hermione that I can't hear him, but he, uh, look, I think it just shows a passion for it. Yeah. And look, a really good friend of Michael's, when he went back to college, oh, it's nearly six years ago, seven years ago at this stage, someone said, Mike, that's something that I thought you'd do. And Michael went to school here. So it's kind of sweet that, you know, that we'd be talking about him here. And um, someone said, like, physio was something he was always into. Hurling was always something he was into. So he has a combination of both now on you. Like last Saturday, he went from one match here in Callan, where his home house backs onto. His dad was up on the wall looking at him, tore off after the Lachlan's game and straight out to Dunmore. That's... That's, that is literally life made for Miney, you know. Yeah. So, and, of course, the two small ones tearing around after him then as well. Do you know, Mia was at football training. Molly was gone to Dunmore. So when Mia finished football training, I had to, drop me, or, yeah, I had to drive to Dunmore, drop her there, go home. So, look, it's our lives, really. And, yeah. and, look, I think that it's just such a lovely thing to see for Michael to see the girls, or the girls to see Michael involved in. And, um, and even, you know, like I said, those small things that, that, that the girls say to them on the sideline when they finished and involves them in it nearly on you. It's just, like I said, I just think that that's just a real symptom of those girls that, and you know, it's reflective of the, of the bunch that they are. Like, I have to say, Miney's been involved for four years now and you could not doubt his passion, not one bit when it comes to, to, comes to any match or every single one of those <laughs> games because he's just absolutely phenomenal. Is he going to be a bag of nerves on Sunday? Because I have a feeling he's not going to be able to sit down still. No, and actually someone passed a comment the other day in Nolan Park um, that I think you have to stay within a certain, you know, a certain area in Croke Park. But you look, like I said, Anya, you think he's animated that you should see him at under 14 and under 10 Camogie games. It's exactly the same, do you know? So look, um, I, look he, he said to me the other day that he, you know, that he was nervous and that, you know, it's just a case of getting the girls there. But he just said, like he dreamt of it himself yeah. and to be there to do something for a living. And to be there with the with the bunch of girls that he is, I, I don't know how he's going to sit still, and uh, I'm not sure that you know that he will be able to. And that's just really just how he is, and his love for the game, yeah. and really how he feels about the girls, Anya. He just and there's some of them there that we were in Spain before COVID, and we spent 
probably an hour and 40 minutes watching Twitter for the Westmead, one of the Westmead games a couple of years ago. And he turned around to me and said, I don't care what you say, I'm flying home for the Westmead game next year. So, you know, that's just, just how he is. And I think he probably sees himself as really lucky to have finished, about to finish his career in the army and to be, you know, to be involved in this and to be doing something that he loves so, so much. No, and you know what, it's great to see the likes of Miney and see the likes of John as well involved. And I wish them every success on Sunday. Can't wait. And I'm sure I'll see you two lovely ladies after it. And, you know, we'll have a little chat and a cup of tea and go from there. You can have the tea on you. Thanks, Avil. Yeah, would you go away with your cup of tea there now? Um, before we go, though, we are going to get a prediction. Deirdre, Amy. We know that you're going to be shouting for Kilkenny, but your prediction overall of the game on Sunday, Kilkenny victory was out of Amy by how much? Kilkenny by four. Very confident sounding. Very confident. Yeah, Deirdre? Uh, Kilkenny by three. By three. Yeah. Well, that's a resounding success there for two Kilkenny victories coming up here on Sunday. So my many thanks to Deirdre and to Amy uh, for joining us here in Collage to Eamon Reach this evening for this special preview show. And hopefully the lads won't be too stressed or anything come Sunday morning and they'll all be ready to go for the big match in Croker. Of course, that will be the intermediate Camogie final between Kilkenny and Antrim. Coming up in part three, we will speak to Camogie chairperson Sheila Nor and we will also hear from team captain Roisin Phelan. That's right after this short ad. The KCLR All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Final Preview Show. And welcome back here to Kalosh to Eamon Reach again. The place is filling up nicely here for our drive-in bingo event, which will be starting in conjunction with uh, Kilkenny Camogie later on at 8 o'clock sharp. So still plenty of time to get down here. At this moment in time, though, again, our reporter for Scoreline.ie, Robbie Dowling, caught up with team captain Roisin Phelan during the week. And this is what Roisin had to say. I'm here with Intermediate Camogie Captain Roisin Phelan uh, ahead of Sunday week's All-Ireland Final against Antrim. Roisin, how much, how, how, how much are you looking forward to the game on Sunday week? Yeah, I know we're really looking forward to it. I think the semi-final kind of set us up. Like Everyone was so buzzing like, to get over that match, so everyone's really looking forward to heading up to Crow Park now two weeks' time. Yeah, obviously you faced Antrim earlier in the championship, disappointing defeat up in Antrim in a really close game. Do you think you've um, kind of learned a lot about them and are going to use that to try and really get one over them in the in Sunday week's final? I think we probably need to learn more about ourselves. I think from that loss, to be honest, um, we've improved massively since then. It was our very first group game. It's well, a couple of months ago now. So I think all the training we've put in since then has really stood to us. So I think we're definitely this time around, we're definitely more prepared to put up a better fight. Yeah, and your teammate Ashley Curtis spoke about the kind of coordination and gel in this team and the togetherness that has kind of come through as the championship has progressed. Is that something that you'd highlight as well? That there's a real bond between these group of players and there's a serious aim and a drive to go on and win this All Ireland title now. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone's really close in the team. Everyone works so well together, and the teamwork's been brilliant so far. So we're hoping now we just push it on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, last weekend really good, really good defeat of Meath in the All Ireland semi final, thirteen points to nine in Nolan Park. Um, obviously you lost to Meath in the league quarter-final earlier in the competition to a last-minute goal. Is that a sign that maybe that obviously we're speaking about improvement, that there really is a tangible kind of improvement there that you can see that from then and now that there's been a massive development in this team and that you're really prepared now and kind of mentally and obviously in terms of physically on the pitch ready to play in an all-earned final against Antrim? Absolutely. I think it was literally it was last-minute goal that they bet us with. Um, so I think to get over that one was a huge step for us because we know how dangerous we were. And um, I think we were just that much further ahead. Like, it was tense the whole game, but we were just 
four points I think was kind of the margin we were up for a good part of the game so it was good to kind of hold that especially under the pressure because we knew we weren't going to give up uh, like like in the last game like they stuck through to the to the very end so to get over that one was a huge hurdle for us I think yeah, and obviously there was the disappointment last year being excluded from the Intermediate Camogie Championship. Um, obviously, wrongfully, a lot of the management squad would have thought so. You're back in it this year. Is that something that you've used as a motivational factor to try and drive on and almost prove your doubters wrong that you should have been involved in the championship last season and that you can end that five-year way for an All-Ireland Championship now? I think so, yeah. I think last year it was the week before we were about to play championship that we were told we wouldn't be able to take part. So that was tough at the time. I think kind of makes you realise how lucky we are to be playing this year and how lucky we are to have got as far as we have this year. So I think, yeah, we're ready to push on now and prove that, yeah, we can go all the way. Yeah, and just in general, I suppose, the minors are in an all Ireland final this weekend against Cork. Obviously, the intermediates are in an all Ireland final Sunday week against Antrim. Disappointing for the seniors last weekend, but how kind of exciting the time is it for Kilkenny Camogie? You see them making the latter stages of the championship year in, year out now at this stage, and it just seems to be kind of on an upward curve over the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. I think the under-16s are in the All-Ireland as well. They were a bit unfortunate. But yeah, the minors are in now this weekend, so it's brilliant. And if all these girls can step up to play intermediate camogie, it's definitely just a big stepping stone the whole way up to senior. So, and I think even from when we won intermediate in 2016, you can see how many girls made the step up to senior. So I think it's just a great stepping stone. And if girls keep coming through, it'll be absolutely brilliant for Kenny Camogie. And just from your own personal perspective, how much are you actually looking forward to stepping out in Crow Park and playing in an All-Ireland final? It's the biggest of showpieces for anyone is where they want to get to in the sport. So it's obviously an incredible achievement from your own point of view. Oh, yeah, no, I just can't wait to get out there, to be honest. Um, it's such a novelty. Like, we don't get to Crow Park to actually play in it too often. Everyone's been there to watch matches and things, but it's a different story when you're actually walking out the tunnel and running onto the pitch. Um, so, yeah, I just absolutely can't wait to get going. Yeah, and as captain this year, were there any um, sort of added responsibilities that you felt fell on your shoulder? Or was it more so of the collective and you were almost not captain by name, but that you were just one of a group of leaders? Or was it really that you, had, you felt that there was something, an extra weight almost on your shoulders that you could feel when you were entering on the pitch? Oh no, definitely just a group of elite, well, part of a group of leaders on this team, to be honest, which is great. Um, everyone steps up to play when they're needed, and I'm just lucky to have the name, well, I guess the name captain, to be fair, but all the girls share the responsibility, so it's absolutely brilliant. And have you got your speech ready to go if you do win on Sunday week? But uh, <laughs> that could be next week's job, but uh, I don't know, wait and see. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, Roisin Field, and best of luck Sunday week's final against Antrim. Thank you very much. Well, that was our team captain, Roisin Phelan, and we wish Roisin the very best of luck, and hopefully she will be lifting the Jack McGrath Cup. I'm now joined here uh, on the pitch side by Molly Dunn, and I believe Molly is a bit of a superstar because Molly actually took part in the Littlewoods ad before the league final in Crow Park not so long ago. Tell us, Molly, what was that like? Um, it was a good experience, and it was very fun. Was it? What did you have to do for it? Um, you had to answer loads of questions and just like give your opinion on things. And were you able to give your opinion on everything? Yeah. So who are you supporting on Sunday? Kilkenny. Obviously. And why are you supporting Kilkenny? Have you someone involved? Yeah. Um, my dad is a physio. Oh, he's keeping everyone fit and healthy then, is he? Yeah. So I hear you play with James Stevens as well. So what team in James Stevens do you play with? Um, I play with the James Stevens under 10 team. And what position do you play? Um, midfield. And do you score lots of points or goals? Um, yeah. You do? Good girl yourself. And if you were to predict then that obviously you're going to say Kilkenny is going to win on Sunday, so how much will they win by? Seven. Seven points. Are you that confident? You are? Yeah. 
Good girl yourself. Well, that's what we like to hear. That was Molly Dunn. And I think Anya also has somebody else to chat to here in Colossia, Eamon Reach. I'm joined by Keen. Keen, how are you? I'm good. You're here to play bingo tonight? Yeah. And who are you here with? I'm here with my mum and my sister. Very good. So you're all big, mad bingo fans, is it? Yeah. Um, are you going to be watching the camogie on Sunday? Yes. And who's going to win? Kilkenny. Absolutely. And by how much? One or two points is One all. One or two points is all. Yeah. You're not too confident, I'd say, are we? No, I'd say it'll be a close match. Close match. Good man yourself. Thanks very much, Keen. You can go back and you can enjoy your bingo. Well done. Thank you. Keen's definitely here to win money, you can yeah, tell no, straight no, away. Yeah, no, definitely. All he wants to do is win a load of money there tonight. <laughs> well, uh, the next person that I have with me is delighted that we have such a huge crowd here in Colossus de Riche in uh, Callan. I'm joined here by Sheila Norris, the chairperson of Kilkenny Camogie. Sheila, you're very welcome here to our preview show. You have been a busy woman, I'd say, with the last couple of weeks now in the lead up to the final. Sure, Martin, no more than yourself, you know, it, all, it takes a lot of hands to prepare for all Ireland finals, but sure, it's work we willingly do every time, so it was great to be here. And this is the sixth final now in a row that Kilkenny has been involved in, even though we were unlucky the seniors haven't been here. But it takes an awful lot of work going in the background to organise something oh, coming look, up for a final. It really does. Like you know, It's incredible to say it's the sixth final in a row. I mean, it's our third All-Ireland final this year between the 16s, the minors and now the intermediates. And, and I say the seniors were just very unlucky to be pipped on, on last Sunday week there. But look... It, it all takes work and it all takes preparation, but it's the kind of work we love doing, so it's great. Yeah, and as we can look out in front of us here, we see uh, a sea of cars that's lined up and ready to get a few quids together. So just tell us a small bit about the fundraiser that's coming up here shortly. Well, the fundraiser this evening is uh, really specifically to cover those All-Irelands and is, uh, just this monster bingo and like, lots of people are here for it and we're so grateful to everyone who comes out to support Kilkenny Camogie. We're very lucky in Kilkenny. We have huge support and huge following and it just makes life so much easier when you're not going around at the bacon bowl and people are just willing to help out and willing to give so we're delighted to see such a crowd here this evening Yeah and we see even on your Facebook page that you had the sponsor a player and all of the players themselves had at least one sponsor if not more and we know businesses have had it hard this year but it's great to see the businesses getting behind the girls and sponsoring them Absolutely like you know all those sponsors they've all had, it's, it's, it's all money out of their business and like it, it just goes to show how embedded in the community Camogie actually is because from no matter whether you're from Tuller, whether you're from Freshford, whether you're from uh, Castlecomer, all over the county, there's support there for the girls and it's great to see that kind of support coming out and as I say, people are so generous and we're ever so grateful to them all. Obviously, it's not the same as every other year that there's no banquet for the girls this year, so there's no overnight stay or anything. But there's also extra costs then put in because of COVID. They now can't travel on the same bus or carpool, so it requires two to three buses going. So yeah. there's still a fair expense there oh, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, absolutely. There is, like, you know, and, and you, you want to do the best that you can for the girls, even though we can't stay over, unfortunately. And, like, I know for a lot that that is the prize, the stay over and the fun. But, but I mean, their eye on the prize is the... the cup but like after that they want to let their hair down unfortunately same as for the seniors last year we couldn't stay over but there's still considerable cost in putting it all together now I have to say we are indebted to Glanbia our, our inter-county sponsors who are very very good to Camogie and Kilkenny and we're so grateful for that as well and the GEA look we, we've got such a wide array of supporters throughout the county and throughout businesses where we're just indebted to them all yeah, and we said that earlier on. You was giving out about anxiety about the pitch here, uh, about having to run up and down the size 
size of it it is but this is actually the ground that you use for the underage development squads it's their home base intermediates train here an awful lot as well it must be great to have a training base for yeah. all, most of the teams to be able to go to one spot and they know where training is going to be it, every week it, is. it just takes the pressure off completely like in previous years before we found this as a base and we're grateful to GA for providing it for us there was uh, multiple phone calls saying who can train where and on what night and you were searching and you were oh it was a nightmare now GA clubs did turn up trumps and but it was always just such hardship to get to that club that was going to be available so look to have this as a base is fantastic and it just it just gives you a base and I think everyone needs a home and no more so than Kilkenny Camogie yeah, well, that's certainly true. Just a, a quick one as well. You mentioned Glanby is the main sponsor. You, we know you had a, a night or a day going back there a couple of weeks ago as well where you announced four new sponsors for the club competitions that's going to be starting shortly. No uh, rest for the wicked. No, You're starting no, from Intercounty no, into, into club on the yeah, 26th, yeah. I think it is. So uh, do you want to just mention any yeah, of them Yeah, I as certainly well? will. I mean, it's great to get these, um, the individual uh, club sponsors. We have the Michael Ling Motors at senior level. We've um, Shaw's Department Stores Intermediate, Iverk Produce junior level and we also have Gaeltech then doing all the underage um, competitions but we also have Lonet doing our development squads you know and I like to have such a diverse array of people interested in coming to and sponsoring and getting on board with Kilkenny Camogie well as I say it's, it's a new dawn really for women's sports and for Camogie in Kilkenny and all over the country and m- many places we are the envy of I will I will admit that I hear it all the time so we, we all know, in no way underestimate how important it is to have these people supporting us the whole time and the membership is increasing year on year out as well yeah. which is great to see the girls are it becoming is. involved it in the is. sport yeah, yeah. the minors winning last Sunday will certainly push that forward oh, that young girls can now aspire yes. to go to yeah, an all Ireland yeah, final they can and win. emulate that and like congratulations to Mike Wall and his management team on that great victory like it was a fantastic performance not just the victory but the performance was absolutely terrific and to see that on YouTube and girls watching it all over the country and like the old saying if you can see it you can be and that's what you want to see you want to see these girls aspiring to be the top of their game and all would always wish a sense of enjoyment and team sports gives a great sense of enjoyment and team purpose and it's it's wonderful to see it well we certainly wish you the very best of luck with the fundraiser later on and hope that you make lots of money we know that the girls deserve a great weekend uh no point in asking you your prediction because you're definitely going to say kenny but we're going to ask anyway yeah so how do you feel as uh, uh look i feel it's not going to be an easily won game like the, they lost to Antrim earlier on in the in the championship, they weren't a settled team at that stage. I think they have improved vastly since then. They lost by a couple of points, not a huge margin. So I, I do think they can turn that around. I, I would go by Kilkenny, but by a small margin. Well, the consensus here is that Kilkenny are going to defeat Antrim, hopefully, and bring back the Jack McGrath Cup here to the Marble City on Sunday. We are going to take our last ad break coming up very shortly, and we will be back then with the final part of our special preview show here in Collage to Eamon Reach in Callum. We'll be back just after this. The KCLR All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Final Preview Show. And you're very welcome back here to Kalosh to Eamon Reach in Callan for the Intermediate Camogie Preview uh, final that is coming up on Sunday between Kilkenny and Andrew McCourse in Crow Park at 2pm and KCLR 96FM and scoreline.ie with myself and Anya will be there to bring you all of the live action as we have done Anya for the whole year. We've really enjoyed it. We've had some cracking games all throughout the league albeit the disappointment with the league uh, quarterfinal against Meath which 
really hurt. But personally, I think that's what jumpstarts this team to get them going in the right headspace and get to where they are now on Sunday. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think... You know, for every team to succeed, there has to be a turning point in their campaign, be it in league or be it in championship. And I definitely think losing in the manner that they lost in the league, you know, it was it was literally it was it was daylight robbery. It was a last minute goal. And, you know, it hurt them. And I think it spurred them on. But I also think going up to Antrim and losing up in Antrim as well. I think that's going to stand to the girls on Sunday. I really do. And I think that. You know, we've, we've mentioned it already that, you know, Kilkenny, Antrim are going into this game as complete favourites and Kilkenny are going in as underdogs. And I think that that's what's really going to stand to them. They have nothing to lose. Antrim on the other side, they were in the All-Ireland final last year and were beaten by down. They were in the Division 2 league final this year and were beaten again by down. And now they're going for, realistically, their third and final in a row. And in the back of their head, there's going to be, you know those demons there that are kind of saying to them you know is this our chance is this our turn like and that's going to play some part on them whereas Kilkenny can go out they can throw the kitchen sink at them they have nothing to lose they've achieved so much to get this far you know and they've been just so good the last couple of years they truly deserve it and I definitely think you know we're in for a great day on Sunday I definitely think so and Kilkenny are a young and up and coming team like okay there's a small bit of experience that's there as well the likes of Roisin Phelan Kira Phelan Sophie O'Dwyer them girls played with G back in 2016 they have the experience of being in Crow Park but there's an awful lot of girls that has never played in Crow Park before they're going to have to really I suppose enjoy the occasion and they'll probably enjoy the whole game even more and it might settle their nerves if they do. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, one girl that we actually forgot to mention the other night, Sarah Walsh, she was part of the team as well in 2016. You know, so all these girls that have been involved in 2016 and even the likes of Leanne Fennelly and Sarah Crowley. Sarah Crowley was on the senior panel in 2016. Leanne, as we know, Captain Kilkenny senior team has played in Crow Park as well. To bring on all these new girls, you know, they're going to... I know that they're probably going to sit beside them in the dressing room and say, don't worry about it, just go out, enjoy yourself. You know, one of the girls, I think, was Elizabeth Phelan, said in, had um, on her bio during the week that, you know, remember it's a hobby, so enjoy it. And that's what it is. Camogie is a hobby at the end of the day, and the most important thing that you can do, that anybody can do with any hobby, is to enjoy it. And if those girls just go out there and just take in the whole experience and just have a blast for the day, they'll be happy coming out of there, come hopefully half three on Sunday. And where have we heard that saying before, not so recently? Oh God. The meat manager actually yeah, said the yes. very same thing after when he was interviewed down at the pitch in Crow Park after their All-Ireland final victory against Dublin. He said, you have to enjoy it. Mm. OK, albeit there's a small bit of seriousness to going out and playing in an All-Ireland final. But if you don't enjoy it, you're going to be a bag of nerves. Yeah. You're not going to perform to the best of your ability. So as you say, it is a hobby. Go out and enjoy your hobby. Yeah, it certainly is. Like, And, you know, they're bound to be, be nervous. Like, it would be very uncommon if girls weren't nervous going out playing in an All-Ireland final. But nerves can be good but like they have some of these girls have played on like some of the biggest stages at, in their career like you know a lot of them have won All-Ireland finals with um, Loretto you know some of them have won um, All-Ireland titles at minor and under 16 level so there's no fear on any of these girls and that's the one thing I will say about the younger crew on this team they have absolutely no fear at all and that's the way to have it like we've seen the under 16s throughout the year and we've seen the minors last week they had absolutely no fear they put their head their leg everything in the way just to you know, get that last minute hook, that block. 
they die for that ball and I think that's really going to stand to Kilkenny on Sunday and everyone loves an underdog and we see yeah. what happened in the minor final against Cork Kilkenny came out on top they showed great heart great determination they wanted it more mm. I think the Kilkenny the intermediates seeing them play against Meath have the same kind of drive at them at this moment in time I think they can go all the way on Sunday I certainly think they can and I, like, I really hope they do and I've my fingers crossed for them you know I just think that They've been coming, so they've been trying to get to this stage for so long. Like it has, it has been a really, really long time. Two thousand and eight, we won the All Ireland, the Intermediate All Ireland below in Nina. When you know the Intermediates never got to play in Crow Park and played Cork that day, and Denise Gall was Player of the Match. I remember it. Yeah. You know, two thousand. It took them until two thousand and another eight years. Yeah, yeah. No, two thousand and fourteen. Limerick to get actually bet them. Yeah. yeah, Mags Fenley was the captain that year. Two thousand and sixteen. You know, obviously we got it and we know what happened there but it's taken another five years for Kilkenny to get back to this stage and do you know what they really really deserve to be back there and you know I just I think like the momentum is with them at the moment the support is really behind them and I think they're going to go all the way Well there's certainly lots of support behind them Well that's where we have to wrap it up folks here for this special preview show here in Kaloshta Eamon Reach. My many thanks to my co-commentator Anya as always and like we said we will be in Crow Park on Sunday broadcasting live on KCLR 96FM and scoreline.ie for that final to all of our guests here who made it a special occasion here this evening my many thanks to them to Eddie in the brand new OB unit here in uh, Kalosh to Eamon Reach. I think it's the first time it has visited great to see it outside and to Shane O'Keefe as usual back in base as well that is it from here we will speak to you again on Sunday hope that everyone is uh, going to be listening in but from Kalosh to Eamon Reach here in Callan it's a good night from all of us the KCLR All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Final Preview Show.